Hi, welcome to Never a Dull Moment, Dispatches from the Suburban Zoo. We're a group of five women and mothers who originally met as part of a book club and decided to podcast to channel our creative energy. Collectively, we are parents to eight boys and six girls, from teenagers down to toddlers. I'm Melody, a remarried widow with two kids and two stepkids. I have founded a nonprofit, traveled to 53 countries, and my latest obsession is my family tree. I'm Shana. I'm a former industrial engineer, now domestic engineer, with three sons, a mom with dementia, two cats, and often a foster child, all living in my home. I'm Jocelyn, a former English teacher, foster parent, and current stay-at-home mom. Now that my kids are tweens, I'm trying to figure out what comes next for me. And I'm Mary, a former attorney currently staying home with my four kids. My natural habitat is inside my bedroom closet turned office, where I write, podcast, eat chocolate, and hide. All right, I'm Jocelyn, and this week we're talking about goal setting for 2021. We've all had different ways of approaching this, and we talked about it a little bit beforehand in our planning stages that for most of us, it was very different from goal setting in previous years, given what 2020 was like. But we're hoping to inspire each other and challenge ourselves to think of ways we can stretch our thinking, learn something new, or make life run a little more smoothly. And, uh, oh, I also wanted to mention that we don't have Jess this week. Um, Unfortunately, right before we started uh, recording, she had a vomiting child to deal with. So we had to, um, rearrange things. Um, all right, Mary, can you tell us about a couple of your goals for this year and how you approached it? Yeah, sure. So, um, like you said, with goal setting being kind of different this year, I don't know. I just was feeling sluggish about setting goals at all. Um, and I'm not really sure why that is. I think I just like, I haven't been feeling particularly energetic, um, about anything lately. And, um, I was really resisting doing this, but once I sat down, I came up with a a list of like 19 or 20 things. Um, I'll just name a couple of them. Um, one of them that I'm excited about is to get to know 21 music albums. Um, so I chose the number 21 because it's 2021. And I thought that was like, I don't know, a clever way to uh, come up with a number. And um, basically, I my whole life, I feel like inadequate about my music knowledge. Like everybody knows all of the like current pop songs and I never know what they are. I also like don't have a favorite album. I never know the words to songs like at a dance party. Not that I've been going to dance parties lately. And I just feel like it's this like huge gap in my cultural knowledge. So, and actually my husband really likes listening to music. And so I'm always just like, put on something good, honey, which is great. But like, I should have my own tastes. Like, I just, I feel like I have pretty defined tastes in a lot of different things and music is not one of them. So I would like to be more knowledgeable. So I was thinking I would pick an album and listen to it multiple times. So like really get to know it, maybe like learn something about the artist, what's the context for it. Um, so that by the end of say two weeks, I've listened to it multiple times. I like know my favorite track on there. And then when I hear it in the future, I could say like, Oh, that's such and such an artist. And I know some of the words and I can like sing along and feel (laughs) this kind of emotional connection to the album. Um, Because I I was realizing that 
specific songs for me really do have this like emotional pull, you know, like there are songs I recognize from certain stages in my life, even though I didn't pick them out or even particularly like them. But when I hear them, I'm like instantly pulled back to that moment in time. And so I just think like curating, um, my sort of favorite music albums would be, you know, add a certain richness and happiness to my 2021. So that was one. Yeah. That I'm excited about. I love that, Mary, partially because we did this a couple of years ago, but not for enrichment purposes. But so we would not embarrass ourselves at Apple Christmas parties. <laughs> all these like all these young 20 year olds would know all these <sighs> songs and they'd be singing along. And I'd be like, when are you going to play Journey? Or, you know, it's, it's terrible. So that's that's really cool, Mary. Do you I'm have excited. all the albums already picked or are you going to find have- out through the year what you're going to do? I have no albums picked actually uh, favorite albums requested um, because yeah, I, I know I haven't thought about any of them. Okay. I like that. It's a fun challenge and pretty different. Um, Melody, you have a huge thing on your list, um, potentially moving. And I want to hear more about that and how you're breaking this down to work for your family I guess we sat around a little too much in 2020 and thought about the future and life and decided to throw the entire thing up in the air and see where it landed. So now we've got a realtor on the selling and a realtor on the buying and a banker and school applications and all this stuff in play to try to move the four of us uh, across about an hour away up into the north of San Francisco into Marin. I don't know. It's uh, It feels terrifying. Um, it feels really hard to do during COVID as well, just understanding these different communities that we're talking about moving to. We know very little about Marin, and we're kind of jumping off a cliff and hoping that it turns out to be really nice on the other end. I think that what is different for me, because I've moved a lot in my life, I've figured that for the first like 15 years of my adulthood, I had lived like nine months on average at every place that I had stayed. And so moving is totally fine to me and not scary, but doing it with kids Mm, is such a different thing because I can find a new dry cleaner and a hairdresser and I can make new friends, but having to help my kids through that and feeling the emotional um, weight of that is so much harder making a decision for someone else. So um, that makes me feel like this is a decision that had better stick and that I better stick, we better stay there for a while. So uh, I will definitely be seeking your advice this year on how you do saying goodbye and how you do making new friends and how you help your kids through the big feelings that come along with it. Yeah. But yeah, what the heck, right? I mean, go big or go home. (laughs) 2021, I got you. Yeah. I mean, having moved during COVID this past year, it is in some ways COVID made it easier and in some ways COVID made it harder. Like we couldn't have the same sort of goodbyes we would have had Mm. if everybody had been in school at work could have a goodbye party. Granted, we moved about 45 minutes away. So it's not like we're never going to see these people again, but still, um, that made it harder. Other ways were easier. Like um, my kids were less upset about going from one school to another because they weren't even there in person. So I think that definitely, um, not that it's easy, 
it's definitely not easy. Well, I mean, when you meant, when you think about it though, I mean, if they were already in contact with some friends only digitally anyway, that could sort of provide a continuity that you maybe wouldn't have, um, if it weren't COVID times. So yes, that is true. pros and cons. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And Melody, we're about five steps behind you. We talked with mortgage brokers today and last week. And uh, or it's like, we need to take this seriously. Even if we never buy a house, we at least should take it seriously. And I'm on like Redfin all the time now. And so I, I, I'm going to learn from Jocelyn. I'm going to learn from you, Melody. And I'm probably going to cry a lot. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's okay. And we may never move. And that's fine if we decide like this is what's best for us. But at least we will have checked it out. So it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a weighty decision and making it for a whole family is. Yeah. And we already have kids that are not on board. You know, they don't want to switch schools and we have a 14 right. year old and he is adamant about not changing high school. So I, I get you, Melody. I feel you right in the heart. It's, it's tough. Well, we'll go through the adventure together. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Shana, you mentioned a goal that you potentially have is sort of figuring out if you're going to move, Um, but you've got a lot of people living in your house and with your mom, how are you working through goal setting with all these people and their competing needs? Uh, I would say, first of all, I'm not calling them goals because that (laughs) makes me feel bad about myself. So I don't know if you guys ever, ever saw the movie, uh, never been kissed where Drew Barrymore is trying to play at 25, trying to play a high schooler. And she goes up to these high schoolers and says, uh, tell me your hopes and dreams. So <laughs> my sister and I for years uh, have been saying like hopes and dreams for things like, like tonight I said, boys, what are your hopes and dreams for dinner? Ah, like, like, what do you want? So I wrote on my list, my, my hopes and dreams. Um, and I realized uh, as I started, first of all, I love that we all shared our lists of like our hopes and dreams and, um, and we're able to sort of play off of each other. Uh, but what, what I did was I divided mine into categories uh, just to be a little bit more specific. And, and I realized a theme. So I, I had some that are just for me, some that I would say are the, for, you know, our whole family um, and then some that are just for my mom. Um, and just to be able to kind of keep track of those things. And I, I realized that, that I had like three major themes of some things are social, uh, emotional type things. And, you know, like me trying to say more um, constructive and positive things to my kids and less critical, you know, noticing when they do stuff good. And then some things are more like just a to-do list, like stuff I just want to do. Like on your yours, Mary, get a new passport. I need to renew my passport. So why does it have to be a goal or a hopes and dream? Just because it hasn't happened. So I got to <laughs> write it down. And then you'll feel um, so good when you do it. And you, yes. you're, it's not just like that was expected and therefore I did it and let's not acknowledge it. It's like I Woo! crossed off one of my hopes and dreams. <laughs> yes, my, that's my hopes and dreams. And then my other one was just activities that I think that I that we want to do or that I think we should do. And for example, um, after just staring at the same four walls for months and months, and we finally went away at Christmas, and not that we went that far, but it was just different four walls. And I realized that I'm going to just make it a goal that every four to six weeks we just leave, even if it's just overnight, but get an Airbnb. 
and you know just drivable just somewhere drivable it doesn't even have to be anywhere cool just (laughs) some four different walls and and do school there for a few days work there for a few days and so those those sort of things but but being able to divide it into those categories really helped me see that like I don't need to just concentrate on a to-do list or you know get those photo albums made Uh, but I also need to concentrate on like including my mom and doing some crafts and um, you know trying trying to do some emotional stuff better too so that was really helpful for me to just organize it and then someone one of you suggested and I did the same thing post-COVID here's some post-COVID hopes and dreams they aren't necessarily goals but I would love to to see this or do this or feel this or or look into this um, post-COVID whatever that looks like and whenever that looks like with vaccines so that that's sort of how I organized my my hopes and dreams. Shana, I am going to take that. I love the hopes and dreams. That is going to be my theme because this year, uh, more than any other year, my personality is very much a goal setter and get things done. And I love this time of year to reflect on the past and to think about the future. And this particular year, I've had such a hard time envisioning 2021. There's so many unknowns Mm. just practically, but also 2020 for me was a revelation in letting go. Something I've been working on my entire adult life and finally 2020 made it happen or pushed it to the forefront, right? Because all of the things that that I wanted or that I planned just had to kind of let it go and see what happened and adjust constantly adjusting and and building something new and then seeing that not work out and try something else. And, um, and that was kind of a good process. And it made me think about the next year less in terms of a to do list, like my usual goal setting is, and more of to use your words, hopes and dreams, it just feels kind of fuzzy, like, this would be great if these things happen. And I'm gonna when I have time or when I don't, I'm going to sit back and think about making these things happen um, as more of a, of a philosophical goal right? And a then, philosophical dream. And then you don't feel badly when it doesn't happen. You know, I always feel badly, mm. you know, like there's always exercise more, lose five pounds, you know, and then I feel badly that I just don't do that. So I, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I want to, I want to not feel bad this year. This is a recovery year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I Agree. Yeah, no I, feeling bad. No I beating feel, anyone up. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. feel like when I was, you know, I, like I said, I, I was resistant. And then when I, when I finally like pushed myself to think about it, I was kind of thinking about it. Like if I get this done, will I feel happier? And like some of the things on my list are surely administrative, but like it will feel like a huge weight off my shoulders if I do that passport um, or like if I plan my, something for my husband's 40th birthday. And I'm like, if I don't do those things by the end of the year, I think I will feel like a little twinge of like, shoot, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling like, I don't know if I would say has happy, but like I could have done a little more, but like, for example, the, an exercise goal. I mean, I'm not a particularly like exercise motivated person. Like, I always put stuff like that on my, on my new year's goals list because I think I should. And this year I was like, you know what? I'm not wasting my time on that. Like, yeah, I want to be healthy, <laughs> but like, I don't need to run four or five K's just cause like, that's a thing people do. Like that will not make me happier. So yeah, anyway. I think that's a good way to frame things. If it's going to make you happy, are you going to regret not having mm-hmm. done it? All of that. Um, mm-hmm. Like you guys, my, 
goal setting had to change a bit this year. I, um, I had some big goals, not necessarily huge, but things that I set at the beginning of 2020 that I thought were important to me and they had to go out the window because of COVID. However, upon reflecting on the year, my husband and I were discussing that um, two of our longer term goals that we never anticipated would happen in 2020 actually happened because of COVID. And one of them was get a dog which I maintain was the number one best thing we did this year. She's awesome (laughs) and makes everybody in our family so happy. Um, And then the second thing was to buy a house, which was a thing that we thought would be at least a couple of years off, but COVID sort of pushed that to the forefront. So as much as I was looking at last year's goals and thinking I didn't achieve these things, I had to sort of remember for myself, hey, we achieved different things. Mm-hmm. Um, very different. And that things. was important. So mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was setting my list today and thinking, okay, what do I want to do for this year? I made my goals achievable. They are achievable even nice. if I do not leave my house yeah. all year long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just as an example, um, one thing that COVID did for me that was good is that it's gotten me into really good meal planning habits, which is a thing I've struggled with over the years. And it makes me unhappy when I don't know what's going to be for dinner. And my kids are asking me 10 million times and I'm like stressed and trying to scramble at dinner time. So I'm, uh, one of my big goals is to just continue with that. Like keep that up. That's great. Even once we go back to school and work and life, I want to keep that up. Um, and then, some tweaks to that. Like I want to eat less meat, more vegetarian meals throughout the week and just adding more vegetables to every meal. These are things I can do no matter what happens with COVID. I can throw a bag of frozen spinach into a pot of soup and we will all, (laughs) Melody's making a face. I don't know. Just greens in a soup. It's good. That would not go over well in my house. There's a lot of other vegetables besides (laughs) spinach in a soup. I love spinach in a soup. Um, My kids would not. Yeah, but there are other vegetables too. You are right. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, there are things like that. I did also put a couple things down that, like, hey, if this year allows COVID-wise. One thing I would like to do is we want to take our kids back to Arizona to visit family, which is a thing we haven't done in a couple of years, just because the way life has gone for us. And we want to take them to a couple of national parks in Arizona, as well as um, Flagstaff in Tucson, where my husband and I went to college. They've they've all been, but they were too young to remember. So we want to take them back to those places. Um, I have to say, Jocelyn, you, your meal planning, like we have all texted a thousand texts about this and <laughs> talked about it so much. And it's been an inspiration because yeah. I used to do it when the kids were little. And then, I mean, I texted you all tonight that I wrote the meals out for the next three days. And I, what I, my goal in, because you are a great cook, Jocelyn, everything Thank I've you. ever eaten at your house is really good. And I feel like most of my stuff is like crap food. And I want to make like adult food, not like crappy kid food. And so I feel like. I'm glad that this is your goal because it will bleed off onto me. Also, let me give you some ass vice that's totally unsolicited. <laughs> but let's talk later about like good sources to get easy, doable family meals because that is huge. Like if you just don't know where to start. 
Yeah, and I just and I don't want to do yeah. it. I hate cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that gets joy yeah. in it. But you want to eat it. You know, you don't. Yes, and I want it yeah. to taste like adult yeah. food. I yeah. Okay, I have ideas I for you. Like, Let's sorry. talk later. All right. Okay. Um, so we're coming up on time, but uh, just for fun to wrap things up, I just want to hear from each person one fun, frivolous, easy goal that you could get done in like an hour or an afternoon. This is not like lofty dreaming, but what is just one small thing that would make you really happy if you got done this year? So I'll start. And one of my things is I want to pick five books that I've read sometime in the last few years and loved, but I don't own. Like I probably got it from the library or something. And I'm going to go online preferably to an independent bookstore. I'm not going to be lazy here and do Amazon and I'm going to order the book. So I own it. I support the author. I see it on my shelf and it's there for rereading. Um, I could do that in an hour easily and it would make me really happy. All right, Shana, what do you have? Uh, So what I, mine is just so pathetic, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So years ago, years ago from Ikea, I bought these. And since we're all on Zoom, I can show you. I bought these mirrors, right? And they, they match like our comforter set and my pillows and stuff. Um, But there's a big C in the middle, which uh, sorry, listeners, you can't see, but my last name is counts. And so there's a big C and I bought gray paint so that I could paint it gray so that it would match the rest of the stuff that's in the room sort of a teal purple gray that's kind of what we have going on and it has sat that way on the wall white for years and you have the paint i have the paint it's like right over there it's like (laughs) literally four feet from me you can do this i just don't do it we're gonna have a podcast episode shana paints the sea (laughs) and we're just gonna listen to this sloshing paint you know I get so ang- I so much anxiety with like painting or anything crafty. I mean, as an engineer, I have no skills. You guys have seen my pottery. It's bad. It's too bad that it's <laughs> COVID painting. times because I would send my daughter over to your house and I would be like, She's Eleanor is here to it. paint your sea. <laughs> I that did it. So that's, that is my very All silly, right. but you doable, can do this. doable in 20 minutes. We're going to hold you. Maybe I'll yeah. do it tomorrow. You could do it I'm tomorrow. All right, Mary, what do you have? Um, You guys, I... I have a thing and guess what? I did it today. Let's hear it. Um, I, it was two, actually, and I, and I, and on my list, it says hire a handyman, but I did it myself in less than an hour. You guys, um, I, uh, have a hook on the, on my bathroom door that I would put my robe, my wet towel, my workout clothes. I mean, you know how, how it goes. You have a hook and then suddenly you're like, why even use drawers when I could just put everything I own on the hook? And obviously one day the whole thing just like fell out. And this was like five or six months ago. And so now um, I've just been living with robes on my floor. I have two robes and I don't know why, but um, they're just on my floor. Like that's where they belong. And, um, And I also bought um, a new curtain rod and some curtains like six months ago. And those were like, I think I like opened the package and then just like abandoned the project. And so we're like (laughs) kicking the robes and the curtain rod, like every time we get up in the dark. And so I put it on my, my list, hire handyman to finish bedroom tasks. You guys, I did it today in about, okay. I said an hour, I would say it was 70 minutes. And now I have curtains. You up. hired someone, or you? No, did it I. Well, no. I, my plan was to hire someone because I was like, Mary, you're never going to do it. Just 
just Throw admit money. it. Yes. Yeah. Just like get this <laughs> done, pay for one hour of a handyman. And I don't know. Well, okay. I took a little nap. <laughs> Um, and- <laughs> is that included in the 70 minutes and then i woke up and i was like you can do it and superwoman i, I, I appreciate I, that now- you kept it real there you took a nap and then you did it took a little this nap what we need. and then i hung the hook hung the hook and hung the curtain i'm proud of and you the Yay, mary. i feel so good i'm gonna send you a if picture you can you do can that do i can paint all right I Melody, I what do you have good job mary okay mine is a painting one too my mom oh. sent me this watercolor kit where you follow the directions and she brought, she even sent me a nice brush from a fancy art store and it comes out really cute. So my goal is to just carve out an hour of time to sit there and do that. She has been doing a whole bunch of them. She retired a couple of years ago and spends her time, a big chunk of it now, apparently watching YouTube videos <laughs> and learning how to make these beautiful oh, watercolor paintings. Aww. So love it. That's really cool. That's lovely. Yeah, you're going to have to send That's us a it. picture when you get it done. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> it's it a hope and a dream. I am also an engineer, but you know, uh, yeah. I think you can do it. All right. Well, this was really fun, and I really appreciated hearing everybody's goals. And obviously, there were more we didn't talk about, but it was really good to get our brains thinking about what we want this year to look like. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.